Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. What's up, Toner Squad? How we doing? Thursday. Um, excited to guy- kick it off with you guys. We have a very special guest in the house. We have Ben Jwalski. He is the founder and owner of Wad Prep. If you don't follow Wad Prep, stop everything you're doing right here, right now, and go to Instagram and go ahead and follow. Unless, of course, you're driving. Please drive safely, folks. Um, you can you can stop when you're you're at your place pull safely. Over on the side of the road pull over. Right yeah, actually, yeah. Don't even get to your destination. Just pull over immediately and then go Put follow. Put your flashers him. on immediately. <laughs> Not to be dramatic, but flashers. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> before we get into exactly what Wad Prep is. For those people who don't know, who might not be part of the CrossFit world, <laughs> yes. what does WAD stand for? Yeah, it's a very confusing name, and I regret <laughs> using it, but uh, it, it, here we are. So WAD is W-O-D, not W-A-D, okay? So it's W-O-D. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. And that stands for workout of the day. Okay. So WAD prep is I'm helping people prepare for the workout of the day. So, so where does one find this so-called workout of the day? It is, is it their own workout that they do? Or is it like the world, the whole fitness world well, knows doing the same this workout. one workout? That's a great question. So I would say for the most part, your wad, which by the way, makes me want to vomit every time I say it. Like I hate that, like, you know, moniker, but it is what it is. And it's very niche specific. So, so here we are, but yeah. Um, so you would find that from your gym. So let's say you went to like a functional fitness training center or a CrossFit gym or wherever, normally they're going to be like, Hey, here's the workout that we're doing today. So that's going to be the wad. That's the workout of the day. On a day like today, today is a very special day because it's actually the second uh, CrossFit Open workout. So the CrossFit Open yeah. is basically this giant worldwide online fitness competition that anyone can enter, and it's infinitely scalable for everyone. And so today, for like hundreds of thousands of people, uh, there's a very specific wad because CrossFit is going to come out and be like, hey here's the workout that you have to do. And then everyone's going to do it either today or tomorrow or Saturday or Sunday or Monday when the, when the scores are due. But honestly, the wad can be whatever your workout of the day is. It's just, yeah. I wish we could take credit for like having planned that for today. Um, so right. I'm going to say we did, we yeah. did, we planned it very strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, so ben, do you know what the, the wad of the day is? Like what are some of the, the wad of the no, day? I wish you, I did. That's a double. Just the watch. The watch of the Come day. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the workout of the day of the day. Of the day. <laughs> of the day of the day of the day. Um, no, we do not know what it is. If we did, I definitely wouldn't be on this call because I'd be scrambling to make videos. But okay, so it worked hard. You know, advantage. you were like, hey, how's Thursday morning? And I'm like, I don't know. I can do it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate I that. I was like, I don't know, because today's a big video shoot day, but it's like, you know what? I'll, I'll wake up, get my morning coffee, Aww. hang out at the studio, and have a wonderful conversation. So, oh, no, that workout gets released like on a live video stream 
they have like a whole production set up and everything. And then they release it at, at it's 1 p.m. my time. Uh, it's, I believe, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's when it poof gets poof. announced. All to right. The world so we got it on the edge of our seats right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Leah, you missed the MTV Cribs tour, but he was speaking about kind of like recording content. Yeah. Um, in this studio where he is, if you guys need to tune into the YouTube, that way you can kind of see this whole like wad prep day. This ensemble we have going um, on here. But most of your content you say is recorded in house. Can you give people like a visual of what this studio looks like? What goes into this a verbal content? visual? Yeah. <laughs> content recording. Yes. So first you walk to the door and then you pull the door open. Oh, okay. Yeah, We're yeah, really yeah. going step when by you, step here. Is the door heavy? When you, <laughs> When you step in, you're greeted by a huge wall that has the words do hard things painted on it. Oh, I like and that. Then also on the on the adjacent wall, there's a big silver wad prep logo. That's like it's like this really cool cutout thing. So it's like 3D. Um, yeah, I really like I'm very proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and As then I have be. I have one squat rack with a pull up bar on it. I have a I have four barbells. I have basically I have I have like one of each thing that I would need to assemble pretty much every CrossFit workout. And it's not that much stuff, but it's kind of like I have a nicely painted garage gym in the back. And then my video, uh, my videographer, like he'll come in about an hour before the announcement today. And he'll like get all the lights set up and just kind of be ready for anything. So the announcement is made. My assistant will set up all the equipment. I'll be on a call with my coaches, like trying to come up with some good strategies. And then boom, we'll we'll get into recording basically six hours worth of, of video recording from YouTube wow. video to I'm um, probably doing another podcast today um, for my podcast because we're going to talk about strategy on that. And then I... I I also dabble in some funny videos. Um, so I'll probably do another <laughs> funny video. Um, and yeah, it, it'll be fun. That's amazing. So, I mean, for those people who are listening who don't have a fully built out video production team and a studio, yeah. if people were to start to build out their at-home gym, what is the first piece of equipment what are that, some staples? Yeah, that someone's got to buy? For sure. Um, there's a couple different ways to take it. So for me... I would lean on the barbell and or kettlebell, like some sort of weighted apparatus, maybe a dumbbell, because you can do pretty much anything you want with that weight, whether it's squats, whether it's, um, you know, like presses, whether it's kettlebell swings or dumbbell swings, basically anything with weight. Because when you add a little bit of weight to things, things get more difficult. Um, and yeah, you can do a lot of body weight stuff. And you know, there's some people who have great workouts and all they need is a pull-up bar. But f- for me, if I'm going to suggest like one piece of equipment, it's probably going to be like a medium heavy kettlebell or a medium heavy dumbbell, or if you can afford it, a barbell with some bumper plates to go along with it. Yeah, this this equipment definitely gets expensive. And I know during the pandemic, everyone was kind of like seeking out <laughs> those like few pairs of dumbbells that were out there. But um, this yeah. actually perfectly ties into our topic for today. We're going to talk through how to have the most effective 45-minute wad. So for those people who are not athletes, this is not their full-time job. How can you make the most out of your 45 minutes in the gym? But before we get into it, I want to get a little bit more background on yeah. wad prep like how did you how did this start 
start? Yeah. Why yeah. do you have a team of people coming and recording you? you? Like, or did how that did just you happen? get here? You wake up yeah. and the team comes in. <laughs> I just, you know, I just inherited tons of money and I just pay people <laughs> to make me feel special. No. Um, Imagine. So, uh, wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, so... So when I graduated college, I went to North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. I graduated college and I was either going to be a professional fisherman oh. or I was going to do something with CrossFit because there was my two like obsessions yeah, at the time. Those are really close. Um, yeah, yeah, I can really, see how really it could have been like curl, either or. Curl, like when you're like uh, yeah. The, so they're pretty much the same. Right? Pretty much the same. Um, Can't go wrong. I was like, okay, catching fish doesn't seem to have as much impact on the world as teaching people fitness. So I graduated and I originally was just going to start coaching at a local gym back in Maryland. Um, so I moved back to Maryland. That's where, you know, my parents live. Obviously when people finish college these days, it's like, well, I guess I'll just move back in. Back with my home parents. to mom knock, knock, knock. My mom is literally sitting in the podcast studio right now. Hey mom, remember <laughs> when I moved in for two years? Love you. She knows. She knows. <laughs> so for me, like I was like, I mean, I could have lived on my own, but it's like, hey, if I'm trying to start my own thing, it sure would be nice if my parents could help me out a little bit by, you know, not making me pay for rent for a little while. <laughs> so they did. And that, you know, not everyone gets that. So I moved back home and then pretty much immediately I was greeted with the opportunity to, to start my own CrossFit gym with one of my friends from high school. And that's what we did. So pretty quickly after college, we started, you know, launched blue crab CrossFit, which still stands to this day. It still exists actually has two different locations now. Um, and yeah, it, we started that in Maryland and then long story short, um, <laughs> running the gym was great. Yeah. I happened to get engaged and then married and none of that no longer exists. But because of that, I was um, basically a military spouse. So I had, I had to move and follow her around the world. So I moved from Maryland to Florida, to San Diego, to Japan, and then to Colorado. And that was all for, you know, being a military spouse. So basically because I was kind of forced out of running my own gym in person in Maryland, I was like, how the heck can I do this, but not have to be mm-hmm. actually there? I was like, how do I? <laughs> and then I, I realized I could probably do it on the internet. Like the internet seems to be a thing. Yeah. And what, and what year that. was this, by the way? This was uh, 2014. Okay. So before like, virtual training got really big. I- yeah. When I moved away from the gym, it was 2014. And basically out of pure necessity and <laughs> realizing that, I didn't want to go get a real job. I was like, I guess I need to start making videos and trying to figure out how to teach people on the internet. And then fast forward to today, it was actually funny. I was reading one of my journal entries from way back when, like early 2015. And I like had all these goals for like wad prep and stuff like that. And I took a couple pictures on my phone recently, actually. And it's just like, it's crazy to see how far I've come. It's like, my goal in life is to make, you know, X amount of money, have X amount of email subscribers and like, you know, impact X amount of people, you know, through my social media platforms for wad prep. And it's like, we have absolutely blown away all of those. And it's just crazy to see that. And That's it's just so from cool. consistency. It's yeah. just from, from showing up and being consistent. 
I think that's a really interesting. And not only like, are you a fitness professional, but you're a content creator. And I think that's two different skill sets. Um, I know we have a good amount of content creators that also listen to the podcast. So asking on behalf of all of them and on us, like where does most of your revenue come from? Is it coming from training or is it coming from partnerships, partnerships videos? Yeah. So I, I don't do any, I don't know, kind of early on, I was like, I'm not going to do any sponsorships because I can't be bought, you know, um, <laughs> like, let and, me tell you. <laughs> and now I, now I accept free shoes. Um, so I will what allow kind? innovate to send me free shoes. Okay. Uh, and because that's like the original brand that I loved, you know, back in the day when I first started in, you know, 2009. Um, but so the main, the main revenue stream is me is my company wad prep selling our training programs. Okay. So we have training programs that teach people how to get better at CrossFit. Um, yeah, there's revenue from YouTube ads and Google AdWords and like we can, you can make revenue, but that's like pennies compared to how much money you can make by like selling your information. So like if you, if you're a great trainer and you can package that up into some sort of online course or some sort of like, nice, neatly packaged program and then sell that, like that's, that's where the money's made. And that's what WadPrep does. Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting. And I think some people kind of like forget to uh, kind of like focus on some of like the digital content that goes out and people are so focused on ROI, but I do feel like if you're hitting all of your different assets, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, that it is going to kind of pay off and obviously help you sell these programs. Yeah. And I would say like, it like, honestly, screw Instagram, YouTube, mm -hmm. Facebook followers. Like I don't care about that number. Yeah. I care about how many email subscribers do I have? Yeah. Wow. Because you can't reach like, and I, I do like some business coaching about this, but like you can't reach all of your, your followers, right? Like when you mm -hmm. guys post on Instagram, only a small segment of those followers actually get pushed. Yeah. You didn't even post. see the post about Leah's hair. Yeah. yeah. So but he commented clear. it anyway. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Instagram. I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> so rude. Shout don't deprive, don't deprive men <laughs> then of my hair. Thank you. Instagram. So you, because you can't reach everyone, the way that you can reach everyone is by, direct lists. So that that's going to be an email list. So email list, when I send an email, all 90, whatever thousand people on the email list, get that email, whether 90, they choose to or not, people, that's up to that them. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's come, you know, it's been a long, slow road getting there, but it's just consistency. And then I would also say that like a text list, like, you know, like a, a text message list yeah. that would probably be, um, on the similar grounds, but if, if you're trying to really like grow your platform, stop paying attention to the vanity metrics of Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Like I would much rather have, I'd rather have 90,000 email subscribers than uh, like a million people on Instagram. Yeah, like absolutely. hundred percent. Um, so I would just make sure that you're trying to, every time you're making content for those platforms, if you're trying to actually build a business on this, like get them, get them to a place where you can talk to them directly, which is going to be some sort of text notification or email list. Like that's, that's big time. I feel like I'm learning a lot on this. Okay. Yeah. Taking notes, Leah, we got some work to <laughs> do. notes here. Get your email about, list here. I love talking about business. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to business in the gym. What people really tuned in for. Um, we want to talk about how to make the most out of your 45 minute gym sesh, your sweat sesh. Um, I feel 
I feel like a lot of people who listen to like say that they go to the gym and they just like don't even know where to begin. So let's really, yep. really break it down here and say you're kind of a newbie and you walk into the gym and you're like, where do I go? Where do I start? What are like the most important things for that 30 to 45 minute workout in your yep. mind? So I would like to, I'm going to start with the absolute foundation. And this is something that I've taught a lot of people. Um, even recently, I did a couple seminars the last month for brand new beginners. And that is the best workout program for you is one that's fun that you're going to stick to. I don't care if you design the world's greatest, you know, the world's greatest program that has the perfect amount of reps and the perfect amount of sets and just the right tempo. If you look at it and you're like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Nope. Then it's a terrible program. Shana, <laughs> let's like, see how compatible have- we are. Fitness should, should be fun. fun. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Fitness> <laughs> with the after class. <laughs> Continue on. So yeah, that's it. Like that's, that's the, that's the, like, if we're looking at it from like a a pyramid of like, what's the foundation? What's the most important thing? Let's start with things that you think you might like, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't know if you're going to like it until you try it. So the way that I would personally approach it is rather than trying to, trying to do it all on my own, like I would hack it a little bit. The amount of gyms in a given area that offer free trials is mind blowing. Like here in Denver, I'm sure in Boston, like Mm -hmm. anywhere you are, like if you're in Timbuktu, the mountains (laughs) of North Carolina, you know, like free gym trial, there there will be some sort of free trial for a gym that offers classes in the area, whether it's Pilates, whether it's Zumba, whether it's CrossFit. I know almost every single CrossFit gym I've ever been to has some sort of free trial offer. Go try them because uh, like I can, I can give you like, Oh, go do 10 reps of dumbbell thrusters and then (laughs) but but like that's that's i wouldn't suggest that to anyone other than like someone who already knows what they're doing but for the people who don't know what they're doing my i would say spray and pray across (laughs) multiple different fitness domains (laughs) until you find one until you find one that you're like wow like i loved the energy in there yeah like those were my people and you might be really surprised because the amount of people that I've introduced to CrossFit, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's the, even the best one because some people hate it. And if you hate it, fine, don't come, you know, like yeah. that's, that's totally fine. If you don't think it's fun, fine, but like, whatever. But like some of my aunts, like I have a couple aunts, they still go to the CrossFit gym that I started. They, they are still called Aunt Carol and Aunt Jane, right? <laughs> like literally to the same people wow. are like, why do we call them Aunt Carol? It's like, oh yeah, long story. Um, <laughs> They came in expecting to hate it. Aunt Carol had never worked out in her entire life ever, right? She was more of like a rocker girl. She wasn't necessarily the fitness type. <laughs> came in, I exposed her to a couple workouts. She loved the fact that we played like loud classic rock because every time she was in, I was like, right, crank up that classic <laughs> yeah. rock. And she went from absolute no way I would ever do this to, well, my you know, my, my nephew is starting a gym. I better at least go show up for one class and just tell him I tried it. And she has been going five days a week for eight years now. And is a totally different human being just because she tried something that she didn't even think she was going to like. And then it just like struck a chord with her where she's like, Oh, I'm into this. 
Like, I don't know why I'm not a competitive <laughs> person or didn't used to be. Yeah. Now she is. Like, I'm not competitive. I don't do this. I don't like, I don't lift weights. I don't like, you have all these narratives in your mind of what you right. do, you, what you do and don't do. But until you try, you'll, you'll never know. So that that's my big hack is like one, understand that the only way you're going to stick to a fitness routine is not out of pure willpower and grit. It's really what's fun. And maybe what are your friends doing? Cause sometimes that'll help keep you accountable. Like I'm a big social exerciser. I love throwing down with my, my buddies and then go utilize like milk every single free trial you possibly can. <laughs> in the area. If you learn You'll nothing from this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's like, go, go, <laughs> Go try, oh like, my God. you know, like abuse the fitness industry for a little bit <laughs> because the whole purpose, the whole purpose it. of those free trials is to expose you to, do you like this? Yes or no. And then, and then your, your second tier is like, all right, I tried 10 different classes, you know, and a lot of the, a lot of them aren't even just a class. It's like an entire week, right? You can get a lot of fitness done in one week after multiple weeks of free trials, come back and say, all right, this is the most promising gym. You know, how can I get involved here? This Whether seems like dating almost, right? Like yes, you go on a bunch of free, dating. Meal, free me meals and then you're like, this seems like the most promising relationship. Like he didn't ask me well, to split yeah. the bill. So I feel like there's some potential there. <laughs> Here's the one. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So like, yes, online <laughs> dating is a very new thing for myself. Okay. Very new thing. Because 10 years ago when I went off the market, online dating wasn't a thing mm -hmm. or it was, but it was like e-harmony. Yeah. Christian mingle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you on now? But hinge. That's all I know how to okay. use. Yeah. I can only handle one. Yeah. And I same rule with, you know, I was mentioning like I delete Instagram during the day. I also, I completely delete hinge every single day. I feel like everyone every does day. every other day. It's like, Nope, I'm over it. Nope. I, I'm back. I feel I'm like Ben's like, I couldn't capture their email to add to my list. So I'm <laughs> yeah. over it. Yeah. I tried to figure out how to put an opt in, but yeah, I can't. It's just, uh, yeah, it's like, it's so interesting because it's very similar to that. It's like, you know, every date you go on, there's sometimes where it's like, okay, well, what are you looking for? And it's like, I don't know yet. That's like why I'm here. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that answer, but it's yeah. like, I'm just get out of a 10 year relationship with six yeah. years of that's marriage. I'm not ready to be like, you're the one I know it. Like, no, you have to go and try, mm -hmm. you know, like date different people, yeah. date different gyms, <laughs> figure out like, oh, I hated this about this one thing. And then I loved this and like, wow, that was real. That was awesome. That was really fun. And then eventually you're going to craft this like understanding of like, oh, you know what? I used to think I didn't like weightlifting, but I kind of really like weightlifting. The amount of people that I've seen yeah. go from that. Um, I specifically remember one of my friends, Katie from way, way the different Katie, not the Katie that interviewed. Yeah, I was like, we know Katie. <laughs> we know Katie. Yeah, well, that Katie's amazing. Um, but she's very fit, way too fit for me. I don't like <laughs> um, but this this one friend of mine, Katie, uh, I coached her her very first CrossFit class. She came in, soccer player, um, and was just like, I hate lifting weights. Like, I never want to do this. And of course, like, she came in and it was a weightlifting day. She hated it. Right. But there was just something there that like made her want to come back. And, you know, I kind of saw this transformation and I was like, oh, Katie, like, like you keep showing up on these barbell days. She's like, I know I hate it, but I like trying things that I'm not good at. <laughs> she is now like a national level weightlifter. Wow. Um, amazing. Crazy. 
It's so it's like you the, the whole moral of the story is like you don't know what you like and don't like until you play the field, right? So just apply your dating app strategy <laughs> to gym strategy and yep. all the stars will align. Speed dating gym edition. I like it. I like it. I feel like I was listening to a podcast too that was talking about just kind of like when you go into like some of those like crazy restrictive diets are like that people are sometimes just looking for guidelines to follow. And I think the same thing for a workout. People are kind of like looking for, okay, well, tell me exactly how many reps I need to do and whatever it is to get me from A to B, but it's not necessarily that cookie cutter. But if we were to somehow cookie cutter it a little bit and tailor it to not going into a group fitness class and going onto the gym floor, what is your kind of like special formula? Like, do you have a cardio to strength training split that you would recommend for someone who is um, looking to, I guess, enter the gym? For me personally, especially, I assume a lot of your listeners are women, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So huge, like a major issue as women get older is like lack of upper body strength, osteoporosis, and the proven ways to reduce those malfunctions is to strength train. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent. And one thing I I like about CrossFit specifically or HIIT training or functional fitness, whatever is, is to strength train with cardio mixed in. Mm -hmm, So like mixed modality training, um, that that's something like rather than hopping on a treadmill for 40 minutes or an hour and, or a even worse, an elliptical, just sitting there reading a magazine or something. Like that. <laughs> we see a lot of those. Yeah. What I like to do is like ramp up the intensity so that you can't read a magazine so that you can't, you know, talk to people while you're, while you're training. What happens is you're going to get way more done in a shorter period of time. Everyone likes that. No one likes spending too much time at the gym. So I would focus specifically on like, how can you add in mixed modal training. So maybe have some sort of cardio, Mm -hmm. have some sort of strength training, and then have some sort of body weight training. So this is like a classic example is, um, is like the CrossFit workout, Helen. It's three rounds as fast as you can go of a 400 meter run, 21 kettlebell swings, and then 12 pull-ups. That's it. And, you know, some of the best times in the world to finish that whole thing in like sub eight minutes. Wow. And I promise you, if you're, if you're picking up the pace on that workout, like you could do that at pretty much any globo gym really easily hop on the treadmill, run a quarter mile, hop off the treadmill, go to where the kettlebells are, swing it 21 times. That's going to, you know, activate your glutes, your hamstrings, stuff like that. Your core needs to be really strong for kettlebell string swings. And then go do some variation of a pull-up. If you can't do a pull-up, then you can modify it with bands. You could do jumping pull-ups, you could uh, use the the pull-up uh, assistance machine mm-hmm. that a lot of Globo gyms have where it adds a little, um, you know, weight assistance. That's a great workout because we're at, we have like that cardio component as a lot of people call it, yeah. that monostructural piece of running. You have some sort of strength training where you're using weight and moving it efficiently and quickly. And then you're doing some sort of body weight stuff. So I like that, like that, that pairing or that, yeah. Like, you know, three and- different movements where you have the the monostructural. So that could be a row, a run, a bike, and then some sort of weight training, whether that's a barbell, a kettlebell, a dumbbell, 
and then some sort of body weight. Like I love that. that and, I, and I'm noticing that uh, the cardio portion is at the beginning. I think that's a question we get a lot too. And I'm curious to hear your opinion because you can see a lot of different things. Do you suggest car- like the more cardio heavy um, stuff before the strength training or does it not really matter? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, most CrossFit classes or most functional training classes, a lot of times when you're focusing on, like if you're trying to strength train with like perfect technique, then the strength training should, should come prior to right. the exhaustion, right? So a lot of times you'll see like a heavy lift and then the metabolic conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular instance, like, all right, your first 400 meter run, right? That's not, you're not going to be exhausted. At, hopefully you're not exhausted <laughs> yeah. after a 400 meter run. And if you are, then maybe you should have modified it to 200 meters. But right. like, um, I, I tend to, I just don't like putting constraints mm-hmm. on exercises. Like there's times where I lift heavy at the end of workouts. There's times when I lift heavy in the beginning of workouts, there's times where I lift heavy right in the middle of the workout. Um, I don't think there's any right way to do it. I think the right way to train is with lots of different variations. And I think that's what kind of like gives us like some people like going in and doing bodybuilding routines that are the exact same reps and sets mm-hmm. all the time. For me, that would drive me absolutely insane. And I would quit in a week. Yeah. And that's what I used to do in college until I found this functional fitness stuff where it's like, wait, you're telling me that every single day, the wad is different. And one day I'm going to do deadlifts. And the next day I'm going to be doing like sprints. Like that's crazy. And I loved it because I couldn't get bored with it. And that's what I would encourage people is like, don't worry about like, what's better, this or this, do something. Just yeah, do something. just, just move something. <laughs> Anything. Yes. Um, I like what Literally. you said. I like what you said about the person who might be like reading the magazine and kind of like upping the intensity. Are there any other small tips you can make that are like just small tweaks that people can make in their 45 minutes that you think make just like all the difference? Put your phone down. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Put it down. Stop. Stop. Put it stop on like do not phone. disturb if you're using it for music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, airplane mode. You know, mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, like download the Spotify album preemptively and turn all other functions off. I promise you, because what happens, especially if we're, if we're like doing sets with rest in between, unless that rest is timed and that could be another tip, unless it's like a specific timed rest period, a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, I'll just like take a little bit of a break before my next set. It turns into eight minutes of gossip. You know, like, yeah. or eight minutes of, of hinging or whatever they call <laughs> it. Swiping. Hinging. You know, swiping. My hinging, perfect match whatever. could be here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's what, ha- like, I always come back to the rock meme. Have you seen the the meme from the rock Dwayne Johnson where he's just like, he's doing reps and he just turns and looks at the camera. He's like, focus. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that, you don't have to be as intense as him. Although I love him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the man. But when you start, when you eliminate distractions, you don't have to use as much willpower to stay focused and stay productive. So if you have all these distractions and like, Ooh, I wonder if anyone DM'd me, or I wonder if how many likes I have on this post, or I wonder, you know, how many new matches I have on, on, <laughs> on the hinge. It all comes back to um, hinge. <laughs> um, cause that's literally all I know. Um, <laughs> what happens is when you eliminate the ability to check those things, all of a sudden it becomes very clear what you need to be doing. You're like, well, shoot, I have nothing to distract me. 
and oh yeah I'm supposed to be working out. It's just me in this this treadmill. (laughs) Me in the wad. (laughs) And then another thing is like another tip is, all right, if you're doing three sets of 10, whatever's three sets of 10 um, kettlebell swings. I'll just use as as an Love the kettlebell swings. Rather than having an undefined break between set one, two, and three, say three sets of 10 kettlebell swings every two minutes. So that means your timer starts, you do 10. And then when that clock ticks over to two minutes, you do your another set of 10. When that clock ticks over to six minutes, you do the final set of 10. All of a sudden you're like, wow, I got a lot of work done and it's only been, you know, seven minutes. So it's like stuff like that. Just add these little constraints to your training that forces you to, to stay accountable to a, a time domain um, that that's another big thing. That's going to make you more productive. I like that. Oh, wow. Oh, way too much time together. Um, okay. So for those people that go in, they don't really have much of a plan. I feel like you're giving some fantastic tips as far as like what the heck they do for a workout. Do you suggest doing a wad and then doing some variation of it? Like the, the CrossFit wad, or do you, are there apps you like, like some people just walk in and they're like legit, like, (laughs) should I do a dumbbell curl and then like call it a day or like, what's good. Right. Mm, Let's see. So, I mean, the first I mean, this is like a shameless plug, but like I have, I think it's like a, I have a PDF of like 48 work, like 48 different, super simple, like very minimal or zero equipment, like CrossFit workouts. They're just, or we can call them hit workouts for whoever's listening. Yeah, right. Um, Like that could be a good start. Plug, you start plug with away. Yeah. Work your way down to 48. Um, but really, oh man, I'm trying to think. It's been. But a while for that I've, programming that you're describing, would someone need like a barbell, or could they do this workout with like dumbbells no, and body this weight? Is all. I think that we made it specifically for COVID, so it's like nearly nearly nothing. Zero equipment. Yeah, you could yeah. basically do it naked. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. You, okay, <laughs> Oddly enough, you yes, you can do it naked. <laughs> In fact, you'll get better results. (laughs) Scientifically proven. Kidding. Um, So besides those PDFs, I feel like you were Um, something else was on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, there's a lot of apps. And the unfortunate thing is I haven't used a lot of them recently. Um, Like, all right, if you're someone who's not afraid to lift weights, one of my friends, uh, Mehdi, who's a very aggressive Israeli man, um, <laughs> but he's the man. He made a, a lift called Strong Lifts 5 by 5 Very, very simple app. It tells you exactly the reps, the sets, and the weights to do for barbell work. So it's pretty much, it's only like deadlift, squat, bench, press i'm pretty sure is is all it does but if you wanted to incorporate some strength into your training that's a good app and i'm pretty sure it's free i know it used to be free i'm pretty sure it still is and it literally just tells you what to do um i'm trying to think if there's any other ones off the top of my head it has been a while because i am i am a huge proponent of like of fitnessing with other people like i think that just for me and a lot of the people that i know totally it helps 
retention. Like it, like if I have eight guys or if I have this class, especially if I have like, all right, this, you know, this cute girl is relying on me to come exercise <laughs> with her. Like in college, there was actually, um, you know, there's a couple couple girls I trained with and, you know, it was, we were just friends, but it was like, man, I can't like, I can't let her down, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. what kind of man does that make me? There's just something right. about having that accountability to get into the gym. Um, I don't if know if you, you know our slogan. It's, it's don't tone alone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's perfect. Then. Um, so <laughs> don't, do, don't do it alone. Um, and then like, honestly, there's something to be said for like, you come, like there was multiple times when I was working out in college. This is before I like really got involved in like my CrossFit gym that I went to in college. I'd show up to the, the school's gym. We'd have like three guys and a girl. And I would go around and be like, what's one movement you want to do today? They'd say it. I go to the next person. What's one movement mm-hmm. you want to do today? What's one? And we, and we take that, we write it up on, on like a whiteboard or a sheet of paper and then just like come up with a workout that in, incorporates each one of those pieces. And if it looked like something was like, Ooh, I don't know, that's going to hurt. Um, or that's going to be way too much. Then we, we, you modify know, we change it, modify it a yeah. little bit, but you know, it, like I said, it doesn't need to be calculated. You don't need to be like, Oh, I did hamstrings yesterday. So I'm not going to do glutes today because that's no, I, I promise you're probably not training with a high enough intensity for that to matter. If you are, if you are training at that level, chances are you already know the, like the fundamentals of right. training. You already, like you're already uh, at a level where I don't right. need to be talking to you about this, but for most people, they come in to, to exercise, like listening to these like experts in these higher level topics and, you know, like muscle confusion and like, you know, periodization and stuff like that. And for a lot of people, it's like, no, you just need to show up to the gym three times a week. That's it. I don't care what you do when you're there, show up to the gym and do something three times a week. That is what like 98% of people in the world need. Right. Yeah. There's like a 2% where it's like, all right, let's, Let's maybe get a little bit more precise and focused in our training, but really it's like, keep showing up, do that three times a week. Show me that you've done that for six months. And when you've done that for six months, then I'm like, all right, now let's talk about like, right, training so I have to have a part two for that. Like yeah. That. yeah. Meet, meet again yeah. in six months. No, I, I love everything you're saying. Cause people try to overcomplicate fitness and working out and moving their body and they try to yep. get this perfect, perfect formula, but sometimes it is just showing up. It's ripping the bandaid and it's proving to yourself that you can be consistent with something. Yep. I love that. Absolutely. And I feel like that's a perfect place <laughs> to transition into our game. Ben, we've got a little bit of a game, so yourself, a yeah. little bit of a game for you to wrap this up. I'm so scared. Um, you should be but excited at the same time. Yeah. Good, it's like good. A I feel like you're a big excitement. game guy. It's like a first hinge date kind of feeling, right? Yeah. <laughs> the excitement, the nerves. Oh man. Um, are they going to catfish me? Like <laughs> we, all the yeah. things. Is it, is it, it like, so rookie mistake for yep. me when I yeah. first started, I was like, yeah, sure. Like brunch sounds fine. Or yeah, sure. Dinner sounds fine. And then I realized I was like, wait a minute, I got to stop taking people to all these fancy mm-hmm. dinners. When I don't even know them. It's a and walk and a coffee. Like, you know, it's like two minutes in. I'm like, hmm, hmm. this is a bad decision. And I'm about to have to pay the bill for this girl yeah, that yeah, I just don't like. 
Yep. Like, I'm a gentleman. I'm just going to pay. I'm yeah. I'm going to split it. But, uh, oof, it, yeah. yeah. No, do activities, coffee, walks, all the things. Yes. I mean, yes. Starbucks, that's still like 20 bucks, but <laughs> oh, it is maybe, what it is. Maybe, maybe dunks on the Maybe Dunkin' Donuts. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So the game is called This or That. So pretty self explanatory. Um, just on your um, preferences and expert opinion. Yes. Expertise. All right. So, I'll let you kick it off. All right. Coffee or pre-workout? Oh, <laughs> coffee. That's hard, though. Yeah. Are you a black coffee espresso kind of guy? Okay. Black cold brew only. You had it written all over your face. We, we just knew. <laughs> He's like, that's rude. Okay. So pre-workout snack, rice cake and, pe- and peanut butter or eggs and turkey bacon? Rice cake and peanut butter. Is there a certain reason why? Are you just I carbs? Person? I like carbs before workouts. Okay, fuel the workout. All right, next one: protein shake or protein bar? Shake. Okay. Do you have any favorite because, brands on your shake? Uh, not really favorite brands, but I have a fruity pebbles flavor and a cinnamon oh. toast crunch flavor. Oh my god, we had a fruity pebbles one the other day, yeah. but we're we're big first form girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't tried their stuff, but. I think I have dimatized. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, yeah, we've I'm not tried that one. By any, yeah, it's but it's just delicious. So yeah. So is there a reason for the shake over the bar? I can just consume it faster. I mean, yeah, it's just like a convenience thing. And depending on the protein bar, I mean, there's a lot of protein bars that do not sit well on my stomach at all. Yeah. But the protein powder, especially like a decent quality one, I just think it's delicious. And mm-hmm. yeah. Delicious. I can mix it in like I can mix in other stuff with it if I need to, whether it's like a little bit extra carbs in the form of dextrose or I, you know, if I didn't take my creatine or beta alanine that day, I can slap that in there. It's easy. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of confusion around bars too. Like there are just so many bars out there that sometimes it's like, okay, well, which ones? And people get definitely get confused and they add so many extra ingredients. Yeah. There's mad ingredients in there. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Well, and like if we're, if we're looking at, if we're looking at your best bang for your buck. So a lot of people, I mean, we're, we're talking about getting toned here, right? Yeah. So like toned AF. Yeah. calorie calorie intake is the number one thing that's going to cause you either to be not toned, fluffy, some would say, or <laughs> I like that. Super toned, right. Um, so what's going to have more calories per, per gram of protein that you get out of it, what's going to have more calories? Definitely the bar. Right. They need to make yeah. it taste mm-hmm. not like trash. And what they're going to do is they're either going to add a lot of sugar, add a lot of fat. Like I love like cliff builders bars, but like, yeah, they're like yeah. 300 calories per bar. Like that's, it's like a candy bar that has a little bit higher protein. Um, but when you're having a protein shake, especially if you, if it's like a real, just hundred percent whey protein, with maybe a little flavoring in it, like that's only going to be like 140 calories for the same amount of protein that you're getting. So yeah, I, some food for that. Yeah. I feel like we are mid game, but I think you bring up a great point is calories in versus calories out. You need to be yep. eating less calories than you are expending, right? You need to be expending yep. more calories than you are intaking. If you want to lose weight, I feel like people get lost in the sauce. And if you want to really simplify it, that is what it is. Let's continue. Yeah, I have like this, I have this whole article on my website. That's like the simplest <laughs> possible. Ex- and then we have a video too on YouTube. Yeah. 
toning for dummies. <laughs> it. It's so easy, yeah. but it's not, it, or it's so simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Right. And a lot of people try to overcomplicate it and everyone wants to complicate it because they want to sell you something. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's really simple. Right. Right. All right. Next one. Um, stretch before or after a workout and you only get to pick one. Yeah. You can only- I do almost zero stretching and I'm very flexible. What? So, okay. Yes. It's a weird brag. There's, so I have a couple of physical therapists on my team and long story short, stretching for sports has very limited scientific evidence to show any efficacy. Ben, so, I don't know if I'm buying what you're selling. I swear to God. So when, when you're preparing for a workout using, using those apparatus. So like, let's say there's a squat. Okay. Yeah. You have heavy squats and, and some running and stuff like that. One of the best ways to warm up for that workout is not doing some sort of crazy bandage stretch to your ankles and your hips. <laughs> no, the best thing you can do is take a barbell with no weight on it and put it on your back yeah. and squat it. Hey, maybe if you need a warm up before that, do air squats and then add a barbell and then add a little bit of weight. And then, and like, so just like, again, this is something that people overcomplicate yeah. a lot. They're like, Oh, I need to stretch my hamstrings. No, just like do the, <laughs> do movement the movement with no weight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why you see like a lot of like high performance, like sports trainers, like when a lot of like NBA and NFL players, like stretching feels good. So a lot of people will still do that, but like, it's all dynamic. It's all movement. It's all like line drills, twisting, running, jumping, you know, and you just gradually work your way up to game speed. So, right. um, yeah, I don't stretch. So you don't need to twist your body into a pretzel <laughs> to be you, successful you really, in the gym. <laughs> now, to be clear, like if you're trying to be a gymnast, yeah, right. If like you have to be like you have to stretch into like crazy ranges of motion, then yes, yeah, stretching is part of your sport. But for most of us unless we're trying to just like do cool party tricks and splits and stuff like that. (laughs) Stretching is not really that important other than just like, like one, do what feels good. So it feels good for you, whatever, do it. You can take a, some machine and jam yourself and <laughs> act like it feels good. But jam yourself. But like, you know, the freaking like, hey, let me just beat the shit out of my pecs really quick. And oh, it feels so good. It's like, no, it doesn't. It feels terrible. Um call it spade the, a spade. Yeah, like you just you don't have to do it. Like you, unless you really like it, you don't have to do it. The bottom line is like in order to get warm, do what you're planning on doing just at a lighter weight maybe with a shorter range of motion until you feel warm enough to be able to do it at the weight and the range of motion you're planning to do that's a good warm-up okay good yeah solid insight there all right next one seven hours of sleep or 10 hours of sleep which is better oh i would love 10 like 10 (laughs) i'm having a great day 10 i'm (laughs) freaking walking on clouds seven tends to be what my body allows yeah. So you, if you can get 10, get 10, you. Absolutely. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. I feel like if I can sleep in, why not? Okay. Pilates or yoga? I guess yoga. I don't know. I haven't, I don't have. Uh, I from the guy who doesn't stretch. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, yoga's, yoga feels great. And I love when there's like handstands and stuff. Because then it's like, ooh, I can do these. That's like <laughs> on my list for this year for 2022. To be a like, yogi? No, to be able to do like one of the, the CrossFit handstands. Oh, yeah. We tried it the other day. <laughs> yeah, it was, I know it was bad. I know a guy. Oh, my God. All we right. That. Yeah. Um, but Ben, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know it's an exciting day for you. So we're excited to take a look at your content. Um, a quick plug, um, where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and wadprep.com. So I'm wadprep again, W O D P R E P. And if you want to contact me directly, honestly, just slide into my DMS because I get way too many emails a day, but DMs surprisingly aren't too chaotic right now. So, um, yeah, you for, if you, you have for, like a specific question or something like that, just hit me up. Yeah. You forgot one platform <clears throat> hinge. They can uh, find you on yeah. hinge. Well, too. I don't, I don't have a username on hinge. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of it's, just his username is wad prep. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. If you're, yeah. And I do not post, you know, a lot of people like put their Instagram on there. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. like I'm not putting mine on there. Like, I just feel like that's going to attract the wrong person. Right. Um, right. so yeah. Uh, also, if you're in the Denver Boulder Metro area and happen to be on hinge, maybe you'll come across. <laughs> Wait, my final question to wrap up this podcast do you have a shirtless selfie on your hinge profile? Look at, he, he looks so guilty. He yes. so no, guilty. it's not a selfie. It's not a selfie. Okay. It was a group picture where we were tubing <laughs> and I happened oh. not to have my shirt on. Okay. All right. That, so that, it's not a selfie. Okay. There's that no changes things. Involved. Ladies, what do we think? Pass. Pass. <laughs> yeah, swipe. It, okay. If it's not a selfie, is it swipe right? It's not a selfie. Okay. But I did have to be like, Hey, I, you know, I work hard to, you know, <laughs> hint, hint. Okay, yeah. to have abs. So like, I might as well show them to you. But, <laughs> I have no choice, know. but show them. That's no fair. Choice. That's it's, fair. It's strategic. Yeah. Okay. But it's not a selfie promise. Okay. okay. Well, wow. thank goodness. Um, thank you again, Ben. This was very helpful, insightful. Hopefully our listeners, um, learned a lot and I know we did, and we'll do that six month check-in. So for those people who are ready to kind of level up your training, so it starts today, team toners. Yes. Um, and with that being said, let's wrap it up. You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone, but all we ask is, is that, that you, you don't, don't tone, tone alone. alone. Bye guys.